Hello, and it's time for another episode of Vipers Voices, the podcast dedicated to all things Desert Vipers, one of the sides competing in the upcoming ILT20 in the UAE, set for January and February 2023. I'm Brian Murgatroyd, and coming up we hear all about one of the Vipers' local signings, batting all-rounder Ronak Panoli. We've got an interview with Ronak as he fills us in on his background, his excitement at being part of the squad for the ILT20, and his expectations for the tournament. And we also hear from Mudassa Nazar, the former Pakistan all-rounder, now the head of the UAE National Academy programme, and someone who has an intimate knowledge of Ronak's game. Plenty to fit in then, so let's get going. Ronak is 19 years old, he celebrates his 20th birthday in the week leading up to the start of the tournament and he's one of four UAE players the Vipers have signed for the ILT20 along with spin bowling all-rounder Rowan Mustafa, seam bowling all-rounder Ali Nazir and experienced seam bowler Shiraz Ahmed. Before we hear from Mudassa Nazar, let's listen to what Ronak had to say to us when we caught up with him at the ICC Academy at Dubai Sports City. And he started off by telling us that, from his perspective, the ILT20 has been a long time coming. It's been a long wait. Firstly, the ILT20 has been about in the news for a while now. And uh, as soon as the news came out, I was like, yeah, I want to be part of a franchise in this. Look, it was a lot of hard work to be there. I need to put in some consistent performances in the major tournaments here. And, you know, whatever I can do right to be here, uh, I think I should do it. I'm also very grateful and lucky uh, to be picked up by such a well-known franchise. And I'm just looking to make the most out of the opportunity. I felt like uh, my performances over the last two or three months has helped me out a bit. But uh, at the end of the day, it's 19 years of hard work and I'm glad that it's paid off. Just tell us about yourself and how long you've been here in the UAE. Um, I've been here pretty much all my life. That's around 18 years. I shifted to UAE from India when I was, I think, one year old. I've played all my cricket here. Everything started off here, starting off with school cricket, uh, moving on to club cricket, then uh, interstate cricket for Dubai, then the national team, the under-16s, the under-19, being around the setup for a while now and uh, obviously... uh, Delighted to be joining ILT20 uh, with Desert Vipers. Yeah, it's been a long journey. It started off uh, as a passion. I uh, didn't know I, I would be taking it up as something which I'd take up as a career option. But as I worked hard and I realized that, yeah, this is something I can take forward, uh, I uh, took it seriously. I uh, put in the hard yards and uh, just moved through the ranks. And I'm glad that at an early age, I've... Uh, come to a point where I can say that, yeah, I've uh, done something decent and uh, I'm looking forward to this opportunity and I'm humbled. What are you doing at the moment? Are you a full-time cricketer? Um, no, I'm not a full-time cricketer, actually. Uh, I'm studying at Haribor University. I'm studying psychology with management. Uh, I'm in year three. Uh, quite a lot of studies as well. Uh, but uh, I'm obviously finding uh, time for my cricket because that's my main priority. Not letting go of my studies because... Uh, a balance is required with everything. At the end of the day, I know that whenever I need to give time to my cricket, I need to give them 100%. So I do train uh, quite a bit throughout the week. I come in and play games, club cricket, almost all over the UAE. Um, come and train with uh, uh, the UAE setup at times whenever I do get the opportunity to as well. And uh, I take it from there. Almost 300 UAE players put their name in the hat. You're one of 24 to have been picked up. You've won the lottery in that respect already, haven't you? 
Yeah, 300 boys, uh, narrowing it down to 24 is a tough task and uh, being one of those 24, I'm really lucky and grateful that, you know, I was one of the chosen people. Look, I knew that when the registrations opened, I, all I needed to do was, uh, you know, obviously put my name in and, you know, put in a lot of performances, put in my hard work and the rest is up to the almighty and just a little bit of luck as well. So I just thought I'll do the things right and, you know, if it's meant for me, it'll come to me. What are your qualities as a cricketer, do you think? Uh, I bat at the top of the order. I feel like I bat at a decent strike rate as well. I like to hit the ball around, don't like to waste a lot of time. T20 cricket demands that. I bowl a little bit of left-arm spin as well. I've done pretty well in the last couple of uh, televised uh, domestic tournaments, so I felt like my performances from there probably attracted the Desert Vipers towards me. You batted at the top of the order in the Emirates T20 cricket, but uh, at under-19 World Cup level, you were floating, and I think you batted at 6, 7, 8 and 9 in in the matches you played. What was that all about? Um, yeah, obviously, uh, before the tournament started, I was told that I'd be someone who'd be floating up and down the order. Um, if needed, I'd be batting at the top, but most likely I'd be batting uh, towards the end, uh, the back end of the innings uh, to get some quick runs for the team, you know, use our last 10 overs and, you know, uh, get the maximum I can and as I've always believed that as long as I'm in the side and I'm getting the opportunity I'm more than grateful for it you know how I could contribute to the team was on me and I just did my best for that irrespective of where I was batting so I tried to contribute irrespective of where I was batting and trying uh, my best to get the side over the line so it was a bit different because I haven't batted a lot in the middle order towards the lower end of the innings but that was a one of firsts and I really enjoyed uh, the challenge. You bowl slow left arm spin. How much value can you add to the Vipers with that string to your bow? Personally, I believe that I uh, am a decently good batting all-rounder. I haven't got an opportunity to bowl around as well uh, because there's a vast abundance of uh, left-arm spinners in the country. But at the end of the day, whenever I do get the opportunity, I try to put my hand up and do my best as a bowler as well, whatever the side requires. As an all-rounder, I have an advantage that if I don't score with the bat, I can make up with the ball. That's what I've always believed. And yeah, obviously, if there's an opportunity to uh, enhance that skill, I'm more than grateful for it. The other Desert Vipers players from the UAE are Rowan Mustafa, Shariz Ahmed and Ali Nazir. Do you know them well? Are they your friends? Um, yeah, I've played a lot of club cricket with them uh, over the years. I've uh, shared a dressing room with Ali Nasir at the Under-19 World Cup as well. We're really good mates. Really talented bunch of UAE boys joining some of the international stars in this team. And I feel like our experience in the nation can, uh, you know, we can help out the international guys uh, knowing and matching up against some of the other UAE boys on the other sides. And also with the conditions and how the pitches play out, etc. So I feel like we do have a very talented and uh, extravagant group of UAE players. In terms of the UAE players in the tournament, are you good friends with most? Is there anyone in particular you're looking forward to the possibility of going up against? Yeah, a lot of them are my mates. Uh, a lot of them are from uh, my under-19 batch in 2022. I also played for the under-19s in 2018. So uh, some of the senior boys, maybe who are 21, 22 now, uh, I've played uh, under-19 cricket with them as well. So we share a dressing room. Uh, we're still really good mates. We catch up here and there. Looking forward to come up against uh, Ali Shan from Sharjah Warriors, Karthik Mayap and also from Sharjah Warriors and Ritya Arvind from MI Emirates. And don't forget to look out for Karthik's googly, of course. Uh, it was something challenging to play uh, since the start, uh, but uh, obviously over time it's gotten a little bit easier to play. But he's still one of the hardest bowlers around. You mentioned Kartik Mayappan. How much of a thrill was it to watch him get a hat-trick in the T20 World Cup? Firstly, I was watching that game, li a game live at university during class. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be mentioning that. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, I'm, really, uh, I'm really grateful that he got that opportunity and he made the most out of it. It's a really big deal uh, picking up a hat-trick in a T20 
World Cup against a test-playing nation like Sri Lanka. So I was really happy for him. Uh, I sent him a nice paragraph. I posted something on Instagram for him. And, uh, you know, it is a big thing. And, you know, moving forward, I hope that he gets a lot of success and his bowling does get recognised. You're moving into a dressing room with some really big names at the Desert Vipers. Who are you most looking forward to being with? Or is it just the whole experience you're looking forward to? There's a lot to learn uh, from the coaching staff and all the players. These are superstars of world cricket. Some of them were part of the team of the tournament at the World Cup. They're stars in international leagues all around the world. Um, I look to learn um, as much as I can from each and every one of them. But uh, particularly from a batting perspective, I'd like to see uh, what Alex Hales uh, can give me. uh, uh, Like, you know, let's say what he can give me as uh, advice or uh, how I can go about my batting because... I really like the way he bats as an attacking opening batsman. So I'd like to bat alongside him firstly and secondly, uh, learn a lot from him. As from a bowling perspective, I'd also like to face Wanindu Hasaranga. He's a challenging uh, bowler uh, for everyone around the world and uh, it'll be a good chance to see uh, you know, how I can go up against him. You batted in the middle order at the ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup, but you've done a lot of batting here in the UAE at the top of the order. Do you see yourself as someone who's versatile enough to fill both roles for the Desert Vipers if needed? Um, yeah, most definitely. Uh, whatever the team requires of me, I've always believed that you know I can come in and try my best to step up and uh, take up a challenge. Obviously, started off as an opener through domestic cricket and initially in youth under-16, under-19 cricket, uh, even for the UAE, uh, I did open the batting. But uh, whatever the team demands from me at the end of the day, I'm ready to fulfill it to the best of my abilities. As long as I can go out there and do my best to take the team over the line, uh, I'm more than happy uh, with whatever role I get. What are your expectations for the tournament? Is it just a learning curve or do you really believe you have what it takes to become a regular in the side? Look, I'm, I'm going to take opportunities as they come. I'm not uh, looking too far ahead. My first goal is to prepare myself as, as well as I can uh, to come out there and compete and do well against some of the best in the world. Obviously, if the opportunity does arise, I want to take it with both hands and make the most out of it. And uh, if that leads to me being a regular in the side, then why not? It's my first international league. Obviously, it's a step up from youth under 19 cricket and domestic cricket. So I'm looking to learn and take my game to the next level. Whenever I do get the opportunity, I'm going to take it with both hands, try to make the most out of it, contribute to the team the best I can. And um, if I've done well enough, then, you know, I retain my place in the side. So I'm looking to learn a lot from the uh, bunch of cricketers around me, from the experienced coaching staff as well. So I can take some good points uh, and apply it into my game and, uh, you know, take it back and move on and move ahead with my cricket career. My preparations, I feel like, uh, are pretty good uh, coming into the tournament. So whenever I do get the opportunity, I'm going to take it with both hands, try to make the most out of it and retain my place in the playing eleven, so that moving forward I can uh, uh, perform and do uh, uh, well for my team. Would you like the opportunity to be a full-time professional cricketer? Um, most definitely. That's a dream. Uh, obviously, uh, education is a backup and, uh, as I said, balance is very important. Coming from an Indian family, you do have to study. Uh, But at the end of the day, um, if uh, moving forward, I do have the opportunity to be a full-time cricketer, that is the dream. I've always wanted to do that. This is going to be my first time around uh, this bunch of uh, cricketers. Obviously, it'll be a huge honour to be sharing a dressing room with all of them, looking to learn a lot from all of them. I'm looking to link up with Alex Hales, a big fan of his batting, uh, really... um, I like to imbibe whatever he does as a batsman into my batting style as well. So I just want to take some few, uh, take a few pointers of him and see, uh, you know, how I can incorporate that in my game. Have you been in touch with head coach James Foster and director of cricket Tom Moody? 
Um, yeah, both of them sent me a very nice paragraph, welcoming me to, like, welcome me, uh, me to the side and uh, giving me uh, a little bit of heads up of what's going to be happening, etc. Um, and it was I was really grateful that uh, two really big coaches in world cricket just sent me a nice, uh, heartful uh, uh, WhatsApp message and uh, welcome welcome me to the team. So I was really uh, taken aback by that. Uh, but I'm really uh, grateful that I'm here and working with two of probably the biggest names in world cricket as coaches. And uh, I'm just looking to learn as much as I can from them. The specialist coaches on the Desert Vipers team include batting coach Neil McKenzie and spin bowling coach Carl Crow. I guess you're looking forward to working with uh, both of them for new perspectives on your game, aren't you? Look, firstly, Neil McKenzie was a fantastic batsman. I've uh, watched a few videos of him. I've heard quite a lot about him. I work with a South African coach in the UAE and he said that they used to idolise Neil McKenzie uh, from a batting perspective. So I just want to get as much as I can from him. Let's see what he can tell me, what I can improve on. And, you know, from there, I'm just going to apply that in my game and try to do that best. Carl Crow, uh, sir, was also uh, the head coach of the New York Strikers, if I'm not wrong, in the T10 League. So I'm looking to learn from him as well and uh, let's see what he can give me uh, from a bowling perspective and uh, I'm just going to try to incorporate whatever he tells me as well. We asked Rowan Mustafa this question when we spoke with him and we'll ask you the same question now. What are you looking forward to most about the tournament? Is it the crowds? Is it playing with big players or against big players or, or a mix of all three? Um, definitely is a mix of all three. Uh, in domestic cricket over here, we don't see a lot of big crowds. Uh, so it's an international league. So uh, there are big crowds expected performing in, uh, performing in that kind of an environment. Uh, there will be nerves, but I think good nerves and uh, it'll push me to perform uh, better and, uh, you know, come to the party at, uh, uh, at a time where it's needed the most. Playing with big players, yes, most definitely, uh, you know, the competitiveness uh, increases. You want to match them or even try to get on some level around them. It'll be really competitive and I think that'll take my game to the next level and obviously performing against some of the biggest uh, names in world cricket. That'll also get my name, get my game up to the next level and I hope that that develops me to be a better person and a better cricketer at the end of the day. What are your expectations for the tournament for yourself and for the Desert Vipers? Wherever I bat, uh, wherever I get an opportunity to, uh, to go, out, uh, go out there and perform, whether it's me fielding or whether it's me bowling a couple of overs or whether it's me batting maybe 10 bowls or maybe starting off the innings, wherever it is. I just want to perform and uh, put up the best I can. Might be a quick 5.30 if it's required at some point. Uh, maybe two good catches here and there. Um, as long as whatever I can do to help the side win a game, I'm more than glad to do it. Even if it's me giving water, whatever it is, I'm there to help out and do the best for the team. You've talked about your fielding. What can we expect? Are we going to see you in the ring, in the deep, or are you a genuine fielding all-rounder? Yeah, I like fielding all around the ground. Um, like fielding at point and extra cover, ideally. Uh, but towards the back end of the innings, I like going uh, to the straight boundaries, long on and long off, uh, like taking those catches which come towards the end. I think I've got a decent arm as well, um, so I like to make use of that. What does this tournament mean for UAE cricket and for a whole generation of cricketers, including yourself, as this tournament takes off? What's it all about? What does it mean? Uh, firstly, it's an honour to be associated uh, with the inaugural ILT20. As it's said, it's going to be the second biggest league in the world after the IPL. Hopefully, moving forward, it does become the number one. You know, well-known franchises, well-known names. So, it's a really good opportunity for us domestic cricketers. Uh, some of the boys who are in the uh, men's setup, probably not 
probably knocking on the doors of the uh, of the national team still not getting the opportunity but coming here uh, into these leagues showing what they can do and then you know obviously making a case for them uh, moving forward uh, it's a really good opportunity for all of us and you know whoever gets it they need to be grateful humbled and uh, this is the platform and uh, once uh, they've uh, put in a few good performances here then it's uh, who knows who knows what life uh, life or where does where does life take you from there Ronak Panoli there, clearly bubbling with excitement and enthusiasm, as you'd expect, at the prospect of his involvement in the inaugural ILT20 on home soil. Among Ronak's mentors is Mudassa Nazar, the former Pakistan all-rounder who's head of UAE Cricket's National Academy programme and was coach of the UAE Under-19 squad in the World Cup in the Caribbean at the start of 2022, where the side won the plate competition for the first time in their history. Mudassa told us that, in Ronak, the Desert Vipers have got an extremely versatile batter on their hands. You know, the guy can fit in into any kind of slot uh, in the batting order. He likes to get on with their game, so you can use the early overs when the field is in. And in, in the last few overs, when you're going for runs, irrespective of uh, the bowling quality, so he can be useful in either space. An ideal person to have in the 2020 game. Mudassa also said he was impressed with Ronak from an early age and he explained why he identified him for opportunities within the UAE under-19 squad. I saw a lot of maturity. I saw a mature, mature guy and he fitted into our plans what we thought would be our ideal 11. Somebody give us a good start or coming towards the end and use the last few O's. Somebody very hungry to make a name for himself. I'm, I still, I'm still in touch with him. In fact, he was there a couple of weeks ago just to touch base and uh, talk about his batting technique and how to take his game forward. So when you see that in a kid, obviously then you're drawn to that kid and you like to spend time with him. Mudassa also explained what we can expect to see from Ronak in the field during ILT20. All-rounder, but if he doesn't really feel in the slips. He's always in the, uh, either in the covers or even in the deep. Got a strong arm and a good catch. It's a good package. Mudassa Nazar giving us the lowdown on one of the Desert Vipers' local signings, Ronak Panoli. And that wraps up another episode of Vipers Voices. As ever, please like and subscribe to make sure you get the very latest interviews and news from the Desert Vipers camp in the lead-up to ILT20. And a reminder that we'll also be giving you exclusive insider reaction after every Vipers match of the tournament, so please stay with us. And remember, you can also follow the Desert Vipers on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook too. For now, though, this is Brian Murgatroyd. Thanks very much for listening.